90210 presents 1991. We've covered nearly 40 years so far in this series, and I have to say, 1991 is probably the most monumental in terms of the sheer scale of world events. 1990 saw several stories left with cliffhanger endings. Iraq has invaded Kuwait with the United Nations establishing international embargoes and resolutions that clear the way for military intervention. Nelson Mandela has been freed in South Africa, but the system of apartheid is still in place. While the Berlin Wall fell and Germany reunited, many other nations from the old Eastern Bloc continue the struggle of replacing fascist leadership with new democratically elected governments. While American news outlets will focus on events in Kuwait and the Soviet Union, an equally important story bubbles under the surface in Yugoslavia, as Serbia and Croatia have their own views on independence. In the UK, the political response to all of these important international events will be provided by a new leader, John Major having replaced Margaret Thatcher as Prime Minister. Strangely, there was less going on musically in 1991. There was a distinct lack of good original music. Obviously there's some, there always is and it would be easy to just dismiss this as a gap in my own personal record collection. But even John Peel, who collected listeners' votes for their favourite songs of the year, had to abandon his festive 50 due to insufficient contributions from the public. There is a lot still going on in this episode, so you'll have to pay attention. Strap in, you're in for a bumpy ride. Welcome to 1991. Here is the goal. Back with the bass, pajamas live in a fest, and I don't waste time on the mic with a dope rhyme. Jump to the rhythm, jump, jump to the rhythm, jump, and I'm here to combine beats and lyrics to make you shake your pants, take a chance. Come on and dance, guys. Grab a girl, don't wait, make a twirl. It's your world, and I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut to move your butt to the dance floor. So yo, what's up? Hands in the air, come on, say yeah. Everybody over here, everybody over there. The crowd is live, and I will do this. People in the house move. Is there a Damien Barker here, please? Uh, Damien, can I have a quick word? Now, you're possibly wondering why you're not down for any pool duty. <laughs> Sorry? I've got your medical record here. I think you understand. Well, what's there to understand? You know and I know that it can't be transmitted by water. But the public get very uneasy about these things, and we have to remember. What things? What are you talking about? I'm talking about sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> Sexual? I don't have a sexually transmitted disease. I've got your record here and it quite... You're absolutely right, Damien. <laughs> very embarrassing. Uh... Is there a Nigel Redcliffe here, please? <laughs> some gruesome massacres free democracy. As the Bougain residents were preparing to bury an activist in January 1991, a known as silence launched an attack on the monarchy. 
39 people died and scores were injured. You certainly have grown, Will. Well, we all have. I'm standing at the altar as they play the wedding march. I'm in a black tuxedo with my collar full of stars. was an historic day on Capitol Hill. After hours of unusually emotional debate, both houses voted to give President Bush the authority to use American military might to force Saddam Hussein to withdraw Iraqi troops from Kuwait. surprise move by the Kremlin has brought condemnations from leaders around the world, and that could seriously jeopardize East-West relations. In a move reminiscent of past Soviet leadership, Moscow today launched a military crackdown in the Baltic Republic of Lithuania in an attempt to stop the drive for independence there. I'm Peter Jennings in New York. We believe that something is going on in Iraq. We know something is going on in Iraq. We do not know what. Let me just very briefly bring you up to date on what we do know. Reporting from Saudi Arabia and Washington tonight confirms that there has been unusual American air activity in the area of the Persian Gulf. targets in Iraq and Kuwait. These attacks continue as I speak. Ground forces are not engaged. This conflict started August 2nd when the dictator of Iraq invaded a small and helpless neighbor. Kuwait, a member of the Arab League, and a member of the United Nations, was crushed. Its people brutalized. Five months ago, Saddam Hussein started this cruel war against Kuwait. 
tonight the battle has been won. batteries arrived after the second Iraqi attack on Israel this week. This one, like the attack on Thursday, didn't kill anyone, though the damage to buildings was extensive. This morning, Israelis were digging out of the rubble and still resisting the impulse to retaliate, at least for now. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spot. After the bombing, it was almost business as usual at Victoria Station. Today, flowers mark the spot where the blast happened. One person died and 43 people were injured. I thought that I heard you laughing. I thought that I heard you sing. I think I thought I saw you try. The 20-foot barrels of the U.S. Marine self-propelled howitzers loom up in the green light of a nightscope camera. The Allies are about to launch their heaviest strike yet against Iraqi ground forces. The gunners set their sights on an Iraqi supply depot six miles inside Kuwait. At a minute to midnight, the howitzers spat out their opening salvos. almost immediately it is a great victory for the people the the group areas act and the population registration act were were one of the fundamental pillars of the apartheid system with the repeal of these two acts we are now in a very real way witnessing the crumbling of the apartheid system cabinet is meeting three missiles land within yards of number 10 one in the back garden no one was injured the prime minister's first reaction we'd better start somewhere else the defense secretary's advice don't look leave as much of whitehall is evacuated the anti-terrorist branch blamed the ira not pro-iraqi terrorists was a bold move received enthusiastically by nearly all members in the new parliament. As the Lithuanian flag was raised and they sang the national anthem once banned by the communists, Lithuania proclaimed that it had returned to the status it enjoyed up until the Soviet Red Army invaded in 1940.
we have seen is a redoubling of Saddam Hussein's efforts to destroy completely Kuwait and its people. I have therefore directed General Norman Schwarzkopf in conjunction with coalition forces to use all forces available, including ground forces, to eject the Iraqi army from Kuwait. Pulled up to rest, let the engine cool a while, opened the beams, gathered wood for the fire. I hummed this tune to all the girls I'd known. Should I care about the chances I'd blow? With Iraqi forces in retreat, the British armored division fought on into the night, determined to press home their advantage. The battlefield, southern Iraq, until a few hours earlier, Iraqi troops had held this area of desert. Now British armor was sweeping through. The Pentagon is now confirming 12 dead and 25 injured after falling debris from an Iraqi Scud missile led to the destruction of a building that houses U.S. military personnel near Dahran, Saudi Arabia. In rejecting Saddam Hussein's withdrawal offer today, President Bush had the backing of the entire alliance. The British Prime Minister John Major said tonight he started the war on his terms. He must end it on the terms of the United Nations. In a final act of vengeance, Saddam ordered the detonation of almost 700 oil wells. Five million barrels a day going up in clouds of poisonous smoke and soot. If left alone, the fires could burn for a hundred years. kilometers from the outskirts of Kuwait City and what started as a battle is ending as a rout. Allied air power which has so dominated this conflict has at last opened the door to the capital and early this morning they started streaming through the vanguard of the Saudi and Kuwaiti forces entering the city. It had long ago been agreed that the honor of liberating the capital would fall to them. Commander-in-Chief, I can report to you, our armed forces fought with honor and valor. And as president, I can report to the nation, aggression is defeated, the war is over. President Bush says Iraq has agreed to talk about the terms of a ceasefire. Saddam Hussein says he won the war. Eastern Airlines is out of business. After more than 62 years in the airline business, Eastern Airlines is grounded for good. videotape obtained by Channel 5 News shows what appears to be a group of LAPD officers beating a suspect. 
I thought they were gonna kill me. That's what I thought. After they tied me up like that and handcuffed me, I, mean, I thought I was gonna die. As a week of pretrial motions ended today in the case of the four Los Angeles policemen already indicted in the Rodney King beating, the county grand jury signaled that will be the extent of the criminal case. 17 other so-called police bystanders at the beating scene will not be indicted, a development noted with frustration by the Los Angeles County attorney whose office presented the evidence. Dolls guitarist Johnny Thunders was found dead on the floor of a guest house in the French Quarter of New Orleans on Tuesday afternoon of causes as yet unspecified at the age of 38. FA's blueprint for soccer will ensure that their new Premier League will corner as much of it as possible. So this morning the Football League hierarchy arrived at FA headquarters to hear that a date for their execution had been fixed. They were shocked and angered. This is the last thing that the man in the street wants or even understands. Ready to lead another team of fresh-faced hopefuls deep into the very heart of the Crystal Maze. Their objective is to try and reach the Crystal Dome, which stands behind me. But between them and that possibility lies a labyrinth of cunning games. Now, for each game they win, they receive a time crystal. The more crystals they win, the more time they get to spend inside the Crystal Dome, where, if they're very, very lucky, they may just win something rather special. What is it in the nature of man? Intolerance and racial intolerance. 
I don't have to tell you that I am qualified to handle this investigation. I know DCI Shepherd was at a crucial stage of the investigation. I have to see his wife this afternoon. Don't expect me to make any decisions now. This is not the right time. Or when is the right time? Let the carnival begin. blasted off with two Soviet cosmonaut repairmen on a mission designed chiefly to repair the aging Mir space station that has been orbiting the globe for five years now. This Charmin, a 27-year-old chemist who formerly worked for the Mars Candy Company, won the spot aboard the Soviet flight in a British contest that advertised, astronaut wanted, no experience necessary. great illusion you know that Jesus was born and stood up and said I know who I am it was revealed to him in stages and when he came out Terry and said I am the son of God I am an aspect of the soul of the Godhead incarnate because of things that need to be done on this planet urgently people love only goal is profit and how do we do this we take the schools we will take the services this is a special school the children here one way or another need peace and quiet and above all security oh they're very secure now we've got the whole place around them Rajiv Gandhi, the former Prime Minister of India, who might well have emerged from this week's elections in India as Prime Minister again, was killed this afternoon by a bomb. Mr. Gandhi was campaigning in the southern state of Tamil Nadu. He was making his way through the crowd when the bomb went off. More than a dozen other people were killed as well. Yugoslavia's efforts to transform itself economically and politically. We therefore urge Croatia, Slovenia, and all Yugoslavs
to continue dialogue toward a new and democratic basis for a common Yugoslav state. We will be reviewing, along with the EC and other members of the international community, how we can act to promote dialogue and prevent violence in Yugoslavia. Mazda in the process of becoming the first Japanese constructor to win the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Their powerful 700 horsepower rotary engine will be banned from next year, and Mazda owed it to themselves to put in a memorable performance. Reidler, Herbert and Gasho have put the stints together free of mechanical problems. Nobody would have bet on Mazda before the race, and yet it's the constructor from Fushu, thanks to the rotary engine, that scores the first Japanese win in the Saat, this in Mazda's 13th attempt. Set your mind. 
appears that the violent tactics of the Yugoslav army have forced the Bush administration to change its mind. For a week now, ever since the Yugoslav republics of Slovenia and Croatia declared their independence from Yugoslavia, the administration has been saying they were wrong, that Yugoslavia's unity must be preserved. Today, the emphasis shifted. The State Department says unity should not be preserved by force. There is no evidence the Yugoslav army is listening, yet another ceasefire has collapsed. federal capital, Belgrade, Slobodan Milosevic, leader of the Serbs, the nation's dominant ethnic group, said he no longer opposes the breakup of Yugoslavia into independent states, but the Serbs, backed by the army, said Milosevic, will fight to keep control of Serbian enclaves within the breakaway republics like Croatia. Good evening from RAF Lineham in Wiltshire, where John McCarthy is about to set foot back on English soil. He'd been held in Lebanon for 1,943 days, more than five years. A very, very long time, he described it today, soon after Islamic Jihad let him go this morning. He said there'd been times when he thought his captivity would never end. Well, it has at last, and tonight he's as good as home. Military leaders and the Soviet secret police have taken control of the government and now Vice President Gennady Yanayev is sitting in the president's seat. The hardliners say the country has become ungovernable because of perestroika. Tanks are moving into the capital, taking up positions near key government buildings. Outside the Russian parliament building, crowds began gathering early this morning to hear Russian President Boris Yeltsin call for a general strike to protest what he calls an unconstitutional coup. Mikhail Gorbachev has been vacationing in the Black Sea Resort area and has not been seen since the takeover.
found body parts in a Northside apartment, and now they wonder if they've uncovered some kind of death factory. Police hired a private contractor to haul a refrigerator and a tank of acid out of the apartment in the 900 block of North 25th Street. Police found parts of bodies, leading them to believe the man they arrested is a mass murderer. Today's session of the Supreme Soviet had been called by the leaders of last week's coup. Gorbachev promised that after a new union treaty was signed, there'd be immediate negotiations with republics that want independence. But the union is now breaking up without him. This pro-independence rally in the Ukraine was just another example of the mood of separatism sweeping the nation. Local officials in the capital, Kiev, stormed the Communist Party headquarters, requisitioning documents and sealing offices. Party activity has been suspended. Something got me started. You know that I will love you. Lately, since we parted, I truly know that I need you. I give it all up for 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 you. We need a very short notice to get a replacement for Bertrand, who is obviously unavailable. Schumacher was available this weekend. He had no other commitments. I've seen him in Formula 3, and I have this, or the team has this attitude to give youth a chance. We think it's a progressive way to see what the potential of Schumacher is for the future. Totally broken hearted, guilty of what I did to you. Lately since we parted, I truly know that I need you. Yes, I do because... New fighting interrupted today in Yugoslavia's breakaway Republic of Croatia. As this amateur video shows, Yugoslav Air Force jets forced a Ugandan airliner carrying 19 tons of weapons bound for Croatian rebels to land at Zagreb's International Airport. Yugoslav Army vehicles surrounded the plane and a gun battle broke out between Army troops and Croatian police. Croatian forces attacked the air traffic control tower and blocked roads approaching the airport. On November 8th, former champ Mike Tyson is scheduled to fight Evander Holyfield for the heavyweight championship of the world. But now that fight and Tyson's personal future are very much up in the air. Today in Indianapolis, Tyson was indicted by a special grand jury on charges that he allegedly raped an 18-year-old beauty pageant contestant back in July. peoples of Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania, and their democratically elected governments have declared their independence 
and are moving now to control their own national territories and their own destinies. The United States has always supported the independence of the Baltic states and is now prepared immediately to establish diplomatic relations with their governments. Jack Jameson's show has been axed by Radio 2. As Mr. Jameson is also the man who sued weekending for libel in the early 80s, we feel it would be improper to comment. <laughs> weekending September the 13th with Sally Grace, Bill Wallace, David Tate, and Brian Bowles. On weekending this week. Weekending! Lawless Britain, joyriding arrests are on the increase. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. We've been caught driving recklessly and at high speeds, have we not? You are nicked. On what charge? Impersonating a police officer. I've had relations with girls from many nations of my passes and women of all classes. And just because you're a guy, I won't turn you. Tim Allen. Brad, please. This fall, Tuesday nights, I have a new show right here at ABC. Guys, please cut it out. He started it. He started it. It's called Home Improvement. Oh, would you? Now you're playing with the big boys. Tim Allen stars in Home Improvement, Tuesdays this fall. I had an uncle who once played a red star You're squirreling around the place like some sort of evil dervish. Do you want a fight or what? <laughs> <laughs> hey! Whoa. Nice bit of interior design. Hey! Oh! I've just found a quid. <laughs> I'm off out. Tell the wife I'll be home around eight. <laughs> Whose wife? Anybody, so I don't know where I'm going yet. Y'all ready for this? Army 
has tightened its grip on the Republic of Croatia. Troops and tanks backed by Serbian militia have attacked in two regions. Fighting is reported in the center of Bukovar and explosions have been heard in Vinkovci throughout the night. Federal forces have also entered the Republic of Bosnia-Herzegovina, where there are large Serbian communities. There has been more heavy fighting in Yugoslavia after the Federal Army threatened to retaliate for Croatian attacks on its barracks. The Croatians say the Adriatic ports of Dubrovnik and Zadar have come under combined naval and artillery attacks. And there have been air and tank attacks by Federal forces around Vukovar and Vinkovci in eastern Croatia. Croatian television has broadcast an appeal from Bukovar for more arms and volunteers to fight off the attack on the city. So what's going on in the world today? The troubles of a time stay in the shadows, tormenting the minds while plaguing the planet. They won't go away without fighting the death. A moderate faction in Poland's splintered Solidarity Union appears to be leading the pack in the country's parliamentary elections. President Lech Wałęsa and millions of other Poles headed to the voting booth today in the first open parliamentary election since 1947. So making it harder to perceive who the enemy is What's going on in the world of pain Where people getting tortured, vanishing on the orders By men who should know better, insane it may be But they were family to feed, it could be them that's next What's going on? An international relief convoy has rescued more than a hundred wounded people from the besieged Croatian town of Bukovar. The mission was part of the latest ceasefire deal which saw Croatian forces agreeing to lift their blockade of one of the main army bases in Zagreb. But the convoy, organized by the French aid charity Médecins Sans Frontières, came under mortar fire as it left Bukovar and two nurses and a driver were seriously injured when their truck hit a landmine. deadlock remains, not only in Dubrovnik, where the situation's been widely publicised and where at least some supplies have got through, but at flashpoints throughout Croatia, where the prospect of peace remains remote. Saturday morning when the battle for Dubrovnik intensified.
tanks and heavy guns of the Serbian-dominated Federal Army pouring in fire from their positions in the surrounding mountains. The majority of the city's population took to the underground shelters, but those who ventured outside witnessed a coordinated land, sea and air attack on their city. Because of uh, the HIV virus that I have attained, uh, I will have to retire from the lake. Despite his flamboyant, often outrageous stage presence, and with Queen's record sales exceeding 100 million, Freddie Mercury was a very private rock star. For the past two years, he'd lived like a virtual recluse. When he was seen, he was obviously frail, and, given his admitted bisexuality, there'd been speculation about his health for many months. At the weekend, he said the time had come to tell the truth, but there was no hint of how far the disease had advanced. He died at his home in Kensington, West London, last night. after charging that the government of Libya was behind the bombing three years ago over Lockerbie, Scotland, the US and Britain today have demanded that Libya accept responsibility and hand over for trial the two men who were specifically indicted. In Libya, Colonel Gaddafi insists that his government has been unfairly accused. I guess I'm learning. I must be the news came through that Terry Waite had finally been freed, there was joy and celebration from Lambeth Palace to his friends and family. AP in Beirut say, Terry Waite is free. Oh my God. I've thought about this for so long, for five years. the last and the longest held of the American hostages was freed this morning by Lebanese kidnappers in Beirut. A Syrian foreign ministry official now says Terry Anderson is free and is in Syrian hands.
Last night, you were unhinged. You were like some desperate howling demon. You frightened me. The troubled airline industry today suffered another death in the family. Pan American Airlines shut down after more than six decades of service. We are very sorry to advise you that Pan American Airways has suspended operations. All flights are canceled. The recording on Pan Am's reservations line said it all. The airline losing $2 million a day called it quits. Thousands of passengers stranded. Many airlines unwilling to honor their discount tickets. 7,500 employees off the job. In Moscow, the hammer and sickle is lured for the last time. And an era comes to an end. I am ceasing my activities in the post of President of USSR. The tricolor banner of the Russian Republic now flies over the Kremlin. ahead of the extraordinary changes while Gorbachev seemed to lag behind. While in his opposition to the coup, Yeltsin seized the initiative and kept it. The latest revelations surrounding the Maxwell Empire are probably the most damaging yet. The resignation last night of Kevin and Ian Maxwell from the board of Mirror Group newspapers signaled the start of a huge inquiry into allegations that Robert Maxwell used some £300 million from the Mirror Pension Fund to prop up some of his other troubled companies. Employees and ex-employees have had to endure weeks of speculation following Maxwell's death. The daily headlines charting the fall of a once powerful business empire. What they're going to do, better not.
it is. This is blooming well it. Sally Ho! All the little girls and boys, I've got this sack full of toys. I'm sure it gets blooming heavier every year. You've got to remember, this day in December is my busiest blooming night of the year. Far from silent night that saw the sun set on 1991. As a tumultuous year comes to an end, there is no end in sight to the carnage in the former nation of Yugoslavia. I don't think anybody knew how things would pan out in Moscow with Yeltsin taking over from Gorbachev. But the sun always rises on another day. It will shine down upon 1992 for an episode that will include music by the Sugar Cubes, Stereo MCs, Radiohead and Utah Saints. Will Boris Yeltsin be given the keys to the drinks cabinet? Will the peoples of Yugoslavia sit down for a nice chat? Will Charlton Town win promotion to the Football League? Will there still be a Football League after fears that all money from the game will be sucked into the proposed Premier League? All will be revealed next time and I hope to see you then. Thanks for listening. Bye bye now. <laughs>